smoking that wine, doing that time. <laughs> Imagine Smokey Robinson, 60-year-old ass at the time, in your hood, and singing to you to stop gangbanging. Thank you, everybody, for checking in. Uh, keep that same Energy Avenue podcast or KTSE app podcast. Uh, we are the content Avengers, uh, and we ain't no fucking pretenders. Uh, with me, as always, is going to be Marcus. You know me. I'm AC3. Uh, shout out to El Chapa. She's out on leave. Shout out to... SB Report 706 or South Korea 706. I don't know. Let me change the name. But shout out to him. I had a, had a quick emergency to take care of. So uh, we wanted to come here this weekend and uh, kind of talk about some issues that are going on this week in the world. Uh, by the time you hear this, it may still be relevant as far as entanglement and things of that nature. Uh, Marcus, what are your thoughts of uh, the Red Table uh, with Jada Pinkett Smith, Alcina Shakur? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Like it's a, it was an awkward thing to talk about in public, especially something that they said happened uh, years ago and something that they had already, you know, previously discussed. So to have to re have having to go back and rehash that conversation again in public years later. I mean, that could be that could be frustrating. Uh, I believe pretty much everything they said. Um, I don't know. I didn't have an I didn't have an issue with uh, with anything that they said. Uh, it just goes back to my I guess my original point as far as uh, August August Alcina just being being a just not knowing his role. Like you knew what it was from the jump, and you just had to come out here and run your mouth. You could have just kept quiet and played your position, but you clearly had an album that you wanted to push that no one has talked about and nobody is listening to. So I guess you do what you got to do to eat, but just make better music. Like that would help. I'm not even going to lie. Like today at the very last, like maybe hour before we went on, I actually did see someone talking about it. Um, And they mentioned it in the sense of, yeah, what's your favorite track on TP3? So I was like, oh, shoot, you know, people are talking about R. Kelly again. And then I looked and I was like, wait a minute, nigga, th- this is not TP3. Like, don't, don't disrespect <clears throat> R. Kelly like that and call whatever this dude's project that starts with the T and the whatever and then number three, uh, TP3. But I guess it, it was a couple people that did comment on it. There are some women that really like the dude. Uh, me and you on the sex packets kind of talked about the fact that we just don't know what this guy's known for at all. I can't um, name a single song of his that like stands out. Like I, I know someone told me like he's got a song with Trey Songs and he's got a song with Nicki Minaj, but I can't name you a single August Alcina song of, of him where it's just like, oh, this is my song. Like I, I got nothing for you. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it, it's I can't either. I'm not even gonna lie. And um, you know, I like music a lot. I lo- I love R and B music, but I, I don't know what this guy sings. It's just it's tough. It could have been a publicity stunt. I, I kind of think it it was. As far as the red yeah, table, yeah. Talk, 
yeah, as far as the red table talk is concerned, I left the conversation a bit stunned. Like I, I had, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I know with like Mercury, Mercury retrograde, and the stars and moons and shit that's going on, and the planets aligning. There's a lot of emotions spilling, but I was like, you know what? Do do I know how to love? Because I don't think I could ever have that conversation with the person, like that I'm still actively with. Like, I, I just don't know the depth into which these two people love each other. And then I kind of wondered, you know, with them being life partners and saying that over like your traditional saying that we're married, you know, does that play a part in it? Um, I did want them to kind of address the open marriage stuff a little bit, but I mean, they kind of skated over it. Uh, the one thing that stuck out to me was, was the entanglement and the way that she checked Will Smith with that. Like Will Smith was saying relationship. She was like, no, sir, no relationship. It was just. So no, she said it was a relationship. It was a relationship. Well, she called it an entanglement. It was like he, he she tried to just be like, oh, this is an entanglement, you know, using her freaking, you know, third eye spiritual awakening. Like, oh, it's just an entanglement. Nah, bro. It was a relationship. It was a relationship. But even, even still, like, it, I know people are kind of going back on J. Cole when he was saying, you know, you, you know, you want that Jada and that Will love. And it's like, you don't, I don't, I don't want their type of, like their relationship specifically, but yeah. the thing that I do admire about their relationship is the way that they're able to communicate with each other, like and have productive conversations about uncomfortable things. Like I couldn't imagine trying to have that conversation with my wife, like being recorded, knowing that everybody is going to be listening to it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like they're very open and honest with each other, each other to a level where it's just like you look at your own self and you're like. Dog, am I able to do that? Like, yeah, no, that's what I took conversation. Because it, it was one part where Will was saying, I'm gonna get you back. And she was like, No, you already got me. And he was like, Yeah, but I'm gonna get you back. And it's just like, what the heck is going on? Like, <laughs> like, does he have like a hall pass every so often? Or like, I, I don't know. And then the, there were like a bunch of rumors that were swirling around of him having relationships with a handful of women and things like that. But like I said, I just left it thinking, you know, maybe I don't know how to be that deep in love. Like I said, that that's a difficult conversation. I could see if not, even if we split up, like, I, I don't want to hear it. Like I just, I couldn't but hear I, it, you know, at the, at the point where her and, and August got together, they were separated. And while they were separate and they were doing the thing that I, like, I constantly, this is my big, this is, if I was to give anybody any type of relationship advice, it would be come into that relationship as an individual being able to make yourself happy. Like, don't come into this relationship looking for that person to fulfill your happiness. Because if you do that, you're putting a lot of pressure on that person and that's going to put a strain on your relationship. And I guess yeah. at some point during their marriage, they as individuals weren't happy and they're looking towards each other to for that person to make them happy. So they decided to separate and like, hey, you know what? Will you go out, do what makes you happy, find out what you like and what's going to make you a better husband and father. 
you know, Jada, you go out, find what's going to make you happy, make you a better wife, mother, whatever. And then once you've reached that point, then we'll come back and be better than ever. And apparently she left Will and got with August kind of looking for the same thing. And that didn't work either. So she was like, man, I really got to work on myself. And that's that's real shit, man. And it's like, I know people are kind of shitting on him for that. But it's like, hey, man, there's a lot of y'all's quote unquote relationship goals. A lot of them niggas took a break and came back with a baby. So at least at least they didn't do that. So <laughs> I can't fault her for that. Like, I mean, and I get it, too. Like, Jada's a I'm not saying she's like an old, decrepit old lady. But, I mean, she's a, a mature lady. She wouldn't found a young man that could fulfill her needs in certain areas, and she went and did what she had to do. So it is what it is. And then when that didn't work out, I assume that she went and worked on herself. And then when they were able to come back together, now they're good. It's just the messy part is that this comes out three years, three to four years after the fact, and now they got to rehash this. And it's just like, God, man, like, we got to do this again? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it, it it takes a hell of a man to be able to do and sit there with all that that is going on, and even like you said with the with the separation point to still know. Like I guess it's that old Mario Winans song. You know, I, I don't want to know. If uh, we're separated, you keep as long as you don't come back with a child, you keep that business to yourself. I mean, obviously, she had no control over it because she didn't know that. August was going to do this, but that takes a hell of a man to be able to sit there and go through that and, you know, still hang on. Like I said, it made me question, you know, well, how deep is my love for certain people? Um, Shoot, I remember South Breeze. I reached out to him on a prior girlfriend. Uh, I broke up with her for taking a picture with another dude that I just felt was kind of disrespectful. You know, obviously, my love is shallow compared to Will Smith. So, just different stuff that I need to work on. Uh, the only other thing with the Red Table Talk, as far as from what I thought of, and somebody had kind of put it out in retrospect. Um, before I get into that, actually, South Breeze, what were your thoughts on the Red Table Talk? Yeah, it was good. South Breeze 706. This is the dedication I have this podcast. My heat or my ac is out and it's like 115 degrees outside so i'm out here you know going through the struggle you know put out this content but with the whole red table talk thing i I don't know exactly what y'all said but just my thoughts like i think the jokes on twitter were great and once uh marcus told me it was only like 12 minutes long i'm like all right let me check it out and i watched it and i'm not gonna lie that was probably like the most uncomfortable cringeworthy 12 minutes of my life that I watched. I was like, like it, it seemed like it had the potential to maybe be something decent or productive, but in the end, they both just ended up embarrassing themselves. And it was just one of those things was like, did, did we really need to do this? I get it. They want to kind of get ahead of the media story and whatnot. Like, Oh, you know, all this stuff that they said that statements we made weren't true. If that's the case, keep ignoring it. Like the way that the world moves with the internet and Twitter and social media is that you can literally tweet through anything. Like y'all tried to cancel BSO and he got more followers. You know what I'm saying? Like he kind of tweeted through it. Nobody really cares. Like I see in my timeline, but 
the the nutshell is like get control of your hose, right? <laughs> Jada, get your hose, get get your hose in check. And the thing is, is like at, at the end, the, the crazy part was like, yo, Will's like, hey, he's gonna get her back. And she's like, oh no, no, we're we're good, like we're even. And it shouldn't even be like that because again, whatever arrangement they had was working good for 50% of the party, but the other half, Jada, you know, toxic table talk, Jada, she can keep her shit together. Which Jada kept whatever shit together. From- August, couldn't, August couldn't keep his shit together. Get that NDNA. <laughs> Get the NDNA. The well, NDNA. then that, that, that falls on Jada then. Not getting her hoes together. Maybe she's like, oh, well, I need one for him. It blew up in your face. And now both of y'all look crazy. And I honestly, like a lot of people, I don't think this is over. Like, it, I wouldn't be surprised if like a sex tape drops with Will Smith and a city girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, are you wild? <laughs> I'm just saying. You you saw that man's face. That man was reliving some real life trauma. Like he was like, you know what? That man got on a plane right after that episode. There's no way that he just stood in the compound. Like just the way that he looked. Just like yo, they probably dapped up. He's like, yeah, I'll see you in three months. There's no way they just ate dinner after that or had a family meeting. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was, he's out. That man was out of there. They'd already talked about it, though. They'd already had that conversation. He's probably like embarrassed, like, he has to do it again. Like, it's not a fun conversation to have, but I don't think he's going, like, oh, I can't trust you now. Like, this was four years ago. (laughs) Because August can't keep his mouth shut. I, I get that. It's just, the body language to me was telling me it was giving me different type of vibes, man. Like, like I said, he embarrassed her, so now it's it's his turn. You know, he's gonna. I feel like he's gonna embarrass her because the the. Better than that. I, I don't know, man. Them faces, them faces told me something else, but I mean, we'll we'll see. We shall see. But if this survives, I mean, they survived all this other stuff, man. But. This 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 was a bit much for me. I I really felt bad for Will, even though a lot of people were saying that we shouldn't sympathize with him because he's probably out here doing dirt. But again, if it was agreed on, then I don't necessarily think you can count that as doing dirt. That's why I don't I don't I don't consider what Jada did as doing dirt. Like I don't consider that dirt. Like that's just they were separated when that happened. Like they weren't together, <laughs> so. I'm not gonna be like, oh, well, you can't do that. Like, I was separated. Like, this is all August's fault. It, at the end of the day, this 100% falls on August. Like, he needs to keep his mouth shut. Like, he he embarrassed himself. Like, if you're if you're a celebrity, if you're a famous, if you're a famous female like actor, artist, musician, and you see this, are you going to be like, yeah? That's the kind of guy I'm gonna try to date. You know what I'm saying? Like, as especially as a celebrity, nobody wants to go through that. No one wants to have to go through this nigga that got these loose ass lips that can't wait to tell everything when an album drop. Like, nigga, shut up. Like, no. Okay, so this is this was the one thing that I kind of looked into, and I think I touched on this a little bit with the sex packets, but I'll bring it up again. The thing that's weird to me is this is your son's alleged friend. And this is out of all the men that you could choose, this is the one that you choose to have some sort of a taboo relationship with. That's the odd part to me. Like 
This person was introduced to your family as a friend. You wrote him off as being very, very sick, which we knew at one point he did have lupus. And he did have some other issues that were going on. But it's your son's friend. Like, that's still, it's just an odd situation. Like, okay. I all the um, people. Um, Imagine being Jada. Imagine being Jada and you're separated from Will and you're just out here trying to find something else. Like, that's somebody that you know. That's someone that you're comfortable with. Like, it's easier to do it. Friend, though, like that. Well, you want to know he was wrong when they met, but it was, it's kind of weird. Like, why is your 15, 16 year old son hanging out with a 21, 22 year old? Well, uh, they're friends. Like, come on, now we're we're all friends. That's Hollywood. If your if your mother was trying to get at me, like we know the code, you don't do that. Hmm. What kind of weird nigga stuff is that that nobody talks about? (sighs) Jada was exposed in a lot of different ways, but the way that she did it was she masquerades around or paints the picture as if. She's some sort of a goddess saint or something like that, but you're you're kind of whorish, honestly. Like you you could have chose any man on the planet and you pick your son's friend who I don't know what was going on with his hairstyle in that interview. Obviously, this guy has some problems. They say he was sexually abused too. He might be gay, your son's possibly gay. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in this family. Well, I'm here to throw a big gay. No, but, they're, but, they're but, not gay. I have gay family members. Shout out to okay. the LGBTQTIA. <laughs> well, what what somebody said was, or I equated to her being the female version of Ti, as far as using like all kinds of words and phrases <laughs> to make herself sound smarter than she is. Like, oh, you know, there was trauma and he needed healing and I needed healing. So we healed. We had an entanglement. Like, I I feel like that Will thought this interview was going to actually be an interview instead of her, like, doing her spit. Like, she spun the whole thing. That's why I think Will's face was kind of, kind of like distraught because he was like, yo, I thought she was really going to come to the, come clean. And she checked him on the entanglement thing. It's like, yo, you was was fucking this dude. Like there was, there's something that we're not hearing. I get that they were separated, but there's something else. It might have been like Adolphus was saying the whole knowing her son part, and like, hey, you brought this dude around my kids. There's pictures of y'all looking like a family. Like, there's got to be some lines in this this lineless relationship or partnership they have, because the shit obviously is pre-rehearsed with the whole bad marriage for life thing. So there was aspects of this that were theatrical, but I think Will actually thought that she was gonna actually be like forthcoming with what happened, and she used all these words to to spin it around like Adolf was saying, like, oh, you know, somebody <laughs> posted a meme talking about uh, I guess Alcina came there for help and she started zipping down his pants. You know what I'm saying? Like, but she twisted words to make it sound like I don't even know. The shit was just bad, man. It was just all the way bad. I, I regret watching it. I should just stuck to the Twitter jokes. But yeah, good good luck, man. We'll see what happens. I don't I honestly don't think this is done, but we we will definitely uh We'll definitely uh, keep that. Well, probably won't, but we'll, we'll definitely uh, keep an eye on that. So, shout out to Margaret Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe stick it. You know what? Speaking of that, real quick, this is not on the topic. <laughs> you see that video of Webby trying to, the rapper Lil Webby, trying to race his daughters? 
I I saw the clip. I didn't watch it, but I'm aware of what you're talking about. Bruh, first of all, don't drink and run. Definitely don't drink and drive, but don't even drink and run. That that's an embarrassment athletically. Like Webby's in the same age bracket as us. And I mean, he's trying to race some kids with his pants halfway down, and he just fell right on his face. I don't know, man. I guess shout out that he still has a pretty nice house after all these years and all the cocaine he shoved up his nose. But definitely don't ever try to run or race anybody if you're intoxicated. That's my only point on that one. Quick side story on Little Webby. Yes, I actually saw him at a club randomly in uh, North Charleston. Um, Also, we also need to add that little webby retroactively to like the problematic song title lyrical contents like girl gimme that is extremely problematic extremely that problematic song yeah canceled retroactively like that shit was a hit too like cancels in the club really telling girls go give me that like bro you can't do that doc like it should have been like yo go give me that with consent <laughs> Like, you know, give me that. Please let me borrow If you want to, like, he's like, yo, girl, give me that. I'm like, bruh. If you're willing, yeah. can you please just hand that over to me so I can hold it for a little bit, please, if, you, if you're willing, if you want me to. I will hold that and give it right back. What do you say? You know you want a girl. Like, act, don't act like you don't want a girl. You want it just <laughs> as bad as I do. Good God, Webby. Good God. Or a little weeby, depending on where you're from, but. Anywho, transitioning to rap, uh, there was a lot of capping, like the Atlanta folks say, uh, going on about a couple of topics. So the whole, y'all know my thoughts on verses. I think the format is trash uh, with the quote-unquote battles because, again, it's only a battle when A, you like the person, B, they're from your, your region, and C, if you give a fuck, right? So there was rumors that uh, T.I. was supposed to kind of battle with Rick Ross. And there are some cats on the timeline telling lies that we invited <laughs> to this chat, but they're they're scared to pull up. You know, it is what it is. But one of the homies, he said that in a, a battle of songs that T.I. would lose to Rick Ross or T.I. would defeat Rick Ross 20 to zero. Nigga, what? Which tells what? me that he does not listen to any rap music. I'm a, let me what find it. <laughs> 20 to let zero? 20 to zero. I seen that one. <laughs> It is Quincy Jean, Quincy Jean Luis. His name is ATL underscore Q0. And you know what? I thought I was like, okay, did he get it confused? Is he thinking of like uh the the, the guns guy that be like like a, a B grade guy that hangs out with Ross? Because it's no way 20 to zero. Like that that's absurd. Yeah, everybody can get one. Anybody can get one. Like, come on, guys. Like, I mean, even Nelly got a I got one. You know what I'm saying? Nelly yeah. got more than one, but yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like at the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. like, so then it moved. It somehow went from him battling 50 Cent, which again, I don't think that's a, a fair matchup. And that's the problem. These matchups, for the most part, don't make any sense. Like the only one that the, the one that made the most sense was probably uh, like Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Everyone else is kind of like extremely mismatched or just didn't go well together. Well, the T.I. and T-Pain was a good one, and I forget the Jamaican one. 
That one, but that one was more like a celebration than an actual battle. It seemed they were like performing. And that's what. That's that's what I think it should be. But again, people on Twitter make it. Oh, why would you even ask if anybody can compete with Ti? That's so disrespectful. Oh, why are you disrespecting the South? I'm like, it's not disrespect. It's literally posing a question. Like that's that's what this is about. Music is obviously subjective to an extent, but to ask the question if Fifty Cent could even compete with Ti, and just make it a North versus South slander disrespect is absurd. And again, it doesn't surprise me because a lot of these people are Falcons fans, and you can literally blink wrong at Matt Ryan or Julio Jones, and all hell breaks loose. I keep forgetting. Yeah. I keep forgetting how many Falcons or not Falcons, but how many. How many Atlanta people that I follow and that follow me, and then I, when I I always see like when I saw the uh, uh, when I when I guess we're gonna talk about it later, but the whole like you know Ti's catalog should be mentioned along with like Kanye and Jay Z and Lil Wayne and all them, and everyone that I saw was saying like yup that's true Ti's right up there with them guys. I'm like what? Like I'm and I'm from the South too. Like I listen to Southern hip hop. Like I'm I grew up in Georgia for a vast majority of my life so it's not a thing where i'm not a, a northerner i'm not from california and i i do acknowledge that there is a a southern bias when it comes to rap music but i also understand that like nah ti is not on that level like let's 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 as ti would say let's be easy he ain't up there like he's he's high up there but let's let, let's not act like he's he's something that he's not he let's not well, do so I, I bookmark a tweet specifically, and I invite this gentleman to the podcast. I invite him to the chat, but you know what? He's not here, so I'm going to just slander him on here. I'll just add him when the app comes out. But probably the worst tweeter on my timeline, at uh, Can't Guard Ridley. Steve, uh, Steve, he is so Steve, bad. The, Twitter, Steve, the awful. beardless wonder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this this 14-year-old, he tweeted, <laughs> what? The, origin, the original tweet says, T.I. says his music legacy is up there with Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, and Kanye West. He said he surpassed Ye and Wayne. That nigga is on crack. He is on 17, crack. 17 people retweeted that. And, and Twitter, I don't even want an edit button for Twitter at this point. I want a mass block button. Like, I want it to where I can just say, hey, block and just like swipe down and block everybody on one post because that those people don't deserve to have an opinion on music like it, that, you can say that because it's still their opinion and like you new, said if you're from atlanta which none of us on this podcast are actually from atlanta well let's we do don't real. most of the people that say they're from atlanta aren't they're really from like outside of atlanta but well i'm just saying like where you're getting atlanta radio stations uh -huh. If you were born like after 2001, I don't know how much T.I. that you could have heard growing up because, I mean, T.I. was putting out consistent projects. They were good. So I don't know. Maybe maybe because you represent Atlanta so hard. And honestly, in my opinion, he he is Atlanta music. Like he, If I think of Atlanta in rap, outside of a duo like Outkast, the second person is going to be T.I. He'll be the first solo person that I think of when I think of Atlanta. And we know how we know what fans are. We know what fanatics mean. That's what they are. Yeah. And these people, they're going to stand on that hill and they're going to fight you to the death. Like it is, it's no objective way to think of it. And like I, what, what I was saying about the catalog, <sighs> T.I. has, 
three essential albums on Apple, which for a rap artist is big. I, I actually think one of his albums should have been two. You can even argue two additional albums could be placed in that essential range. So he has the body of work to be a legend, and he is a legend. It's just, you know, the Jay-Z thing, we're talking, he's been hot for a long time. I mean, what did he come out in 96, 98, something like that? He's been out, he's been cooking for at least 24, close to 25 years. Kanye West, even though he, they came out about the same time, I think T.I. has an edge on the time frame slightly. Kanye West obviously globally is a bigger artist. And so it's kind of hard to kind of put them in the same thing. But Lil Wayne, I, I'll take T.I. and Lil Wayne one-on-one. Like Lil Wayne is a hell Ooh, of a big no. artist. Okay, let's not do this because Lil Wayne is getting T.I. out of here real quickly. On Ooh. albums or on mixtapes? On music in general. Because like everybody's been doing, like even if you just do albums, because he can also do features. Like, let's not ignore what Lil Wayne did with the Hot Boys. Like, let's not forget what he did before the Carters. Like, he's got features with Drake and Nicki Minaj and Jay-Z and Eminem. Like, he's got a, no. T.I. does not. T.I. has a lot of features, too, man. There's not. Four four to five essential albums. The thing I say about Lil Wayne is that there's not a lot of artists out there that are hanging with Lil Wayne when it comes to, like, big, like, massive hits. But it and and I don't want to I don't want this to just be like you know we're just gonna shit on Atlanta because they're super biased but it's the same thing with New York like like New York New York uh, hip hop Twitter is the same way with uh, you know their artists when they come out California is the same way with like In and Out Burger like In and Out Burger is not good but if you're from the West Coast you big up it <laughs> this is the best burger you'll ever have and it's literally the most average plain burger you'll ever have in your life. So like it is what it is like, and, and I understand it, but it's just like we have to be. There has to be some sort of line. We just can't say like, okay, Ti is getting uh, Fifty Cent out of here twenty to zero. Ti is getting Rick Ross out of here twenty to zero. Ti can hang with Lil Wayne. Like you can love Ti all you want. You can love your whoever you love, but don't go out here and start lying to them because then it makes people like me come out there and have to shit on you. Like when you, when people talk about. Oh, J. Cole was one of the best producers out here. No, nigga, that nigga sucks. No, stop saying that. You're gonna embarrass yourself and you're embarrassing him. Sucks is a strong word, but I, I see what you're saying. Like, I, you know I, like the people, I, people, people think he's like Kanye West. Like, oh, J. Cole's the Kanye West of this generation. Nigga, no. Nah, no, man. People aren't calling J. Cole to like produce a hit for them. No, they're not. Now, my thing is, and I know we didn't prepare for this, but I I truly believe if we're talking, I I think Wayne and T.I. are kind of close. Who? I don't think it'll be a wash. Who? hmm? Who? Who are you talking about? T.I. and Wayne are kind of close. Why are you switching the damn thing? Nigga, you are high, man. No, I'm I'm being dead serious. Like, okay, you you went back through his discography. How far did you make it, if you don't mind me asking? Through TIs? Yeah. No, I didn't. I was on Tyler the Creator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just super, super random. But I was going through it. Like I heard a couple. Of, nah, I don't even go through it. But okay, here. Okay, I'll say this. Y'all know how I feel about Ludacris, right? Like TIs on that level. Not saying that Ludacris is like a bum or something, but when you talk about like tears. 
there's like there's the top like untouchable like unquestionable timeless music and then there's that second tier where you're like you're great you had a great run you're really you know consistent like okay so so like jay-z kanye west lil wayne uh outcast uh prince michael jackson beyonce they're like tom brady that's that level they're that tom brady like you've been great for 20 years you got fucking six rings a couple of mvps you're Joe Montana, all that. But then you got the other tier below that. You got, you know, your TIs, your Rick Rosses, your Ludacris's, uh, uh, your Nicki Minaj's, your Drake's, whoever. It's a second tier, but it's also great. So you're like, you know, you're like Matt Ryan. You're really great. You're good. You're good to great. You'll have a high moment here and there, but you're not Tom Brady. Okay, don't compare. But, being, but, being, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Being, if you're if your career if you have a career like Matt Ryan's, that's nothing to be ashamed about, and that's no diss to anybody. Anybody would kill to be Matt Ryan. Anybody would kill to have the career that Ti has had. Anybody would kill to have the career that Ludacris has had. So, like, for people to get offended by those things is ridiculous. See, for me, I think of it as a little different. I think Ludacris is a tick or a tier below where I would put Ti. Like T.I. is without question the king of Atlanta and probably the king of the entire South, including Wayne. No. Yes. And I'm just talking about strictly as an artist, like Wayne, we've, we've sat here and we've done so many podcasts and we cannot find a classic album from Wayne. What? Mm-hmm. What? Well, Wayne has a classic I don't know what Let's stick to T.I. and Ludacris real quick. So you're saying, like, if you want to talk about, like, impact as far as, like, genre creating, like, people give T.I. credit for uh, the trap music. And that's, that's, you know, he can have that. That's great. That means something. That's influential. But, and, and I know numbers don't mean everything. But if we do look at the numbers, and I didn't realize this, like, T.I. has more number one albums than Outkast, which I didn't know until I looked it up. And that's a big deal. So T.I. has three number one albums. Ludacris has four. T.I. has three Grammys. Ludacris has three Grammys. T.I.'s gone platinum three times. Ludacris has gone platinum, like, six times. T.I.'s gone triple platinum once. Ludacris has gone triple platinum three times. T.I. has never gone double platinum. Ludacris has gone double platinum. So if we're looking strictly at the numbers, those specific numbers, like it's hard to argue that T.I. is somewhat above Ludacris because he's somewhat created a genre of, you know, track music, which people from other uh, areas of the of the world will claim that someone else did it. Like Atlanta says that T.I. created it, but even, even people will say like Gucci might have created it or, or Jeezy might have created it. It's not... It's not set in stone like, hey, this is what T.I. did. T.I. is the originator of track music. Only The only person that's saying that is T.I. He's the only one that will say that. Yeah, because clearly they were speaking of trap music back in 91 with UGK. But look, T.I., I'm serious. Great debut, great album. Facts. Why did somebody just say what the fuck? Shout out to the, out to the homie King Quest. 
who always fucks with us in the chat. We appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, he sent us some shots. He sent us some shots at Marcus. If you can see the street, it says Matt Ryan better than luck. So Marcus, I'd like you to address King Quest directly since he uh, decided to take a pop shot on you. Okay, Andrew Andrew Luck when healthy and playing in the NFL. There are things that Andrew Luck can do that my, Matt Ryan couldn't even do on Madden. So you can go ahead and have a seat. Okay. So yeah. So again, this is the let's go back to the third factor. This the third layer to this to this conversation of this cake that is getting left out by many people. This Kanye West. So I had a gentleman. I'm gonna find his ad, but he pretty much just ignored Kanye West saying that like. T.I. is Kobe, or Jay-Z is, like, Michael, and T.I. was Kobe. It was some wild statement. And I'm like, yo, where does Jay fall in this? Because his name was in the conversation, too. So along with the, the shit that Steve said, my point with this, and I told Adolphus, is that if we're talking what was said in the statement, which I'm going to read word for word, because, again, T.I. is the seven-time family who's been in jail and read all the dictionaries. <laughs> it says... T.I. says his music legacy is up there with Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, and Kanye West. Now, T.I. would have said his discography is up there with Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, and Kanye West. I think we have a conversation. But when you're talking about musical legacy, Kanye West shouldn't even be in this conversation. Like, Kanye West is looking down at this tweet like, all right, cool, y'all y'all handing y'all bins down there. But, you know, we're, we're up here producing hit albums classic albums for other artists, which Lil Wayne or Jay-Z or T.I. has not done. I mean, and I, and I hate that y'all always force me to stand <laughs> for uh, Kanye West, but uh, y'all just are mad disrespectful. Like, when is T.I. or Jay-Z or Lil Wayne produced a beat? When, when did they produce that, a classic that album for another artist? like a completely different thing, which is and not... A, shout out to... Shout out to... I don't know who me is, but he says T.I. is the goat of trap music. That's it. I mean... You can make that I argument think, for Jump. You can make that I, argument for Jeezy. I think, I think Gucci Man would like to enter the chat. I think that's, Gucci would like to have a word with you. There's other, people, there's other people that you could bring into that conversation to where it's like, all right, you say T.I. is the king of trap music, but then it's like, all right, well, let's look at what Gucci's done. All right, let's go and talk about what uh, Jeezy's done. True. Let's talk about Thug Motivation One On One. Like we're we're gonna ignore that album like it didn't happen. Like let's not do that. <laughs> it's crazy. Like people just and I don't I don't think Kanye West should be in the conversation because <laughs> or, I don't think I don't think. <laughs> but I don't think so Jeff Jeff Queen Jeff Queen is dumped into the chat. Shout out to her uh, with her uh, voluptuous. Uh, <laughs> Shaped like a uh, Aunt Jemima, got them yams out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her. Hopefully, the OnlyFans link drops. We'd we'd appreciate that in the streets. And and I would also like to say, like for the record, like I like Ti. Ti's got multiple classic albums. Like I'm a fan of his music. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say this man's music is trash, but he doesn't have he doesn't have a reasonable doubt. He doesn't have an American Gangster. He doesn't have. Uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. He doesn't have a late registration. He doesn't have those albums that people are going to be that people still talk about twenty years from now. He has great albums. He has classic albums. He has Urban Legend and King and Trap okay. Music. People aren't talking about those albums like that. They're not talking about those albums as timeless classic music. They're talking about oh, that's and and I hate to do this, but it, those are great rap albums. They're great rap albums, but the stuff that Kanye, Jay Z, and Wayne. 
and and uh, other artists like that, they made music that transcend transcends rap. It just goes beyond that to where everybody can listen to it and uh, conclusively say like these albums are great. Like and, and you and you tell me, I'm looking at Ti's uh, album list right now. I'm looking at. Wait, hold on, pause one second. First of all, you come on here talking about the song "Give Me That." And then talking about only fans and stuff like that. What type of nigga are you? First of all, I am a, I'm a black king. And just, first of all, I am GIF's only fan manager. So we already <laughs> have an established uh, relationship here. But anyways, <laughs> continue with continue with the podcast. Well, what I was gonna say is I'm looking at I'm looking at all of TI's albums, right? I'm serious, track music, urban legend king, TI versus TIP, paper trail, no mercy. Trouble Man, Paperwork, Dime Trap. Which one of those albums is on par with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? Which one of those albums is on par with uh, um, The Cool by Lupe Fiasco? Which one of those albums is on par with Good Kid, Mad City? Which one of those albums is on par with Reasonable Doubt? This, this is the back end of his catalog. Like he's, I listed all of his albums. I listed those still good albums. Like I like Paperwork and I like Trouble, Trouble Man. I, I like them too, but and, which, and one, the answer, right quick. Um, I don't know, I've always thought that was weird too. With uh Kanye being actually from Atlanta and Ludacris being from yeah, Ohio, that's it's not from it's just you were born. That's, yeah, that's born, a king quest. It's about where you grew up at, like if you yeah. were if you were born in, yeah, like I'm, 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 I was born in Mississippi, but I'm from Jacksonville, so. I mean, like, I I was born in Italy, but I'm I'm from Augusta. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't really quest. I can't rock with that, bro. But, you know, but that, but that's all I'm saying. Like, out of all those, out of every album that Ti has ever made, which one of those is like something that you can put up 20 years from now and be like, hey, this is an album that stopped stopped time. Like, this was an album that everybody stopped and had to listen to. Like, if you didn't listen I mean, to this album, stop time. Like you're you're doing okay, when the okay when the, chronic dropped, dropped, when the chronic dropped that was a big deal when Snoop's debut album dropped that was a big deal when okay, DMX those were big deals and to stay on topic uh, when Get Richard Die Trying dropped that was a huge deal that like, was had everybody deal. everybody wanted to be turned to robbers and and stick up kids like regionally every you know what I'm saying wear G unit sneakers and all that stuff are probably still on a pair of G unit jeans. Oh, no. oh I actually do have a pair of G unit shorts. But I still have my G unit shorts. I am wearing around doing that. Okay, <laughs> cool. But hey, he's a Yayo stand though. You don't know. Don't forget about that. <laughs> hey man, but all, just all because saying, he might have had a better album than Lloyd. All I'm saying is, Fifty Cent dropped his debut album, and people from the South were like, "Yo, I gotta listen to this." Like everybody was talking about, "Yeah, I need to listen." To get Richard Dodd trying, I'm not even from New York, but we need to listen to this. You know what I'm saying? Like when Outkast dropped that double album, uh, Speaker Box and Love Below, that was an album where like everybody was listening to that. That those are albums that like shifted the culture. And I'm not saying Ti hasn't shifted the culture, but I'm saying he hasn't put out an album on that level. When Urban Legend came out, it shifted the culture. That that was that was a big time album during the time. Our last years in high school, Urban Legend was huge. I don't know if you guys remember, but everybody was listening to Urban Legend during that time. 
Now, I can only speak because we were all from that same general Southeast region, but that was a huge album at the time when it dropped. Okay, and, and College Dropout dropped the same year. Which album do we talk about still? Urban Legend for me. Okay. Now, yeah, see, that's, now, that's what now, I'm talking now, about. Now, now, we're, now, now, we're, we're, just, now we're just I'm not. We're not and being honest. As a Kanye fan as y'all are, like, I really started really liking Kanye West with Graduation. Like I explained that to somebody on Twitter, like I, I thought Kanye was cool. And then I like really fell in love with Kanye West with the graduation. I was like, wow, you know what? This kid, this Put is a really the, dope album. Put it on the and board. then I went back and listened to the other ones and I was like, okay, well, these, these are good too. Uh, college Dropout's a little long um, and Late Registration definitely was a better album than me to College Dropout. Put it on but, the poll. Oh, go ahead. Put it on the poll. Well, I'm gonna put it on the committee Instagram page. Like, if yeah, there's, one, matter, if there, if there's mean, one album that you know that if you if you had back, we, no, we no, no. if, if you, you can recall during the time where we were from, okay, we I get that. We're, you're talking about at that time was bumping Ti. Like you're talking about that time, I'm talking about in 2020, right now. If you were to go and ask someone, hey, which album do you remember more of? Which album do you think had more of an impact on everybody? College Dropout or Urban Legend? I'm talking about, and that's that's the difference. Ti's music is for that time. It's cool. Urban Legend, like I'm looking at the track list right now. Motivation, ASAP, White, bring him out. Like he's got bangers on that shit. But when we're talking about what you want to listen to, like in 2020, which music has lasted longer? Which album is still being talked about more between College Dropout and Urban Legend? And you want to say Urban Legend? Come on, man. Like, we all like all Kanye West had was all falls downs and Jesus walks. Okay. And that's so, because so, it was so, so, through the, so through the wire never happened. Okay, that's cool. Through Jesus the wire. Okay. Kanye's workout plan so, wasn't on there. Like, so, let's be honest. Well, uh Jeff said if you grew up in a church when Jesus Walks came out, your family made you listen to it like it was a Christian hit. That shit got nominated mm-hmm. for, a, for, a, for a church award, and they obviously didn't listen to the song. <laughs> we need an edited version of this. Well, I, I guess the. Uh, yeah, I, mean, we just, I like, guess I, I want to keep talking about this TI thing because I'm not even sure. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if TI is the unquestioned king of the South because I don't think he is. I don't think it's undebatable that he's the king of Atlanta rap. You could make the argument for like four. There are at least no, because you're gonna use Outcast and they're no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You can make the you argument for the killer Mike. I'm not. I can make the argument for four other rappers from Atlanta or from the South that could lay claim to being the king of the South. Ludacris is obviously one. Lil Wayne is obviously one. Jeezy is one. Uh, Two Chains is one. Future, Future is hmm. the big one. Future is the big one. That's the one where it's just like, yo, you just can't ignore what Future has done. And if you look at the run that Future had, Future had a little Wayne type run where he was no, everything he that he put out. Just, you, you know what? At first, I was going to give you some respect. I, I, not Future. I can't do it. We're just, so, so Future just we're just going to ignore the impact that he has had on it. He's had a great impact, but I, I don't think that he's. And I think once again, we're forgetting that was a completely different era there, there were no such things as streaming back then we were just stealing 
Um, and I, I think that you're will, really taken away from the impact that T.I. had by naming these people that are not on his level as an Atlanta artist. If you did a poll, if we did a poll, who's the better artist straight up, T.I. or Ludacris, T.I. would murder that. You're lying. T.I. would murder you would, that. You, at, this point, at this point, to just to defend your own argument, you would put T.I. over anybody right now. There's no one I could tell you that is better than T.I. that you would just be like, nah, T.I. is better. It doesn't matter who I say because you're just... No, it, no, that's not the truth because if you ask me, I think, look, T.I. don't want to smoke with Rick Ross. And, here, and, here's, and here's the thing. I'm not saying that it's unquote. I'm not saying that T.I. isn't the king of Atlanta rap. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you can't just say he's the unquestioned, oh, no well, debate. Hold, hold on, hold on. King of about, talk about, talk about the, the homie Quincy has pulled up to the chat. All right, bet. So you, yes. So I, I personally had had some issues with your statement. I think Marcus, you were you were talking to him earlier about the whole Fifty Cent uh, Ti thing. So address Quincy directly. What are you saying? Which one was his tweet? Uh, which one was his? Was he the twenty? No, that was Steve, right? Steve, Steve was the 20 and 0, but I think Quincy believed also that for whatever reason that T.I. would run the table with Rick Ross, which is completely not true at all. Okay, I don't think I'm not going to say that T.I. would lose, but he's not running the table on Rick Ross. Like Rick Ross has multiple classics also like Rick Ross has put in some work. He's been in the game for a long time. We can't ignore what Rick Ross has done for like out of at like. He's kind of kept Miami rap afloat since he came on. Like Trina's been out there, but he, but she ain't never been as big as Rick Ross. Like, come on, guys. Like, I get it. I I get it. You guys are from Atlanta. Like, and and, and honestly, if we're gonna keep it a buck, people from Atlanta are sensitive about everything that has to do with Atlanta. You talk about you talk about the Falcons, they get sensitive. You talk about Atlanta rappers, they get sensitive. You talk about their terrible traffic, they get sensitive. It is what it is. But let's not get out here and start lying about Atlanta. Like, let's not put Atlanta on some type of pedestal that they're not on. Uh, yeah, man. Like, I get it. I, and the thing is that the thing that gets people confused is that I'm a big TI fan. You know what I'm saying? Me too. I like TI music. But I'm not gonna come out here and just talk all kinds of crazy. Like, like I I I get it that TI might have quote unquote more billboard hits, but some of those lists, like bro, if you're if you're picking dead and gone over magnificent, I can't take your music take seriously, bro. Like magnificent might not be as big as a commercial hit as dead and gone, but it's a way better song. And there's quite a few songs I'm taking rich off cocaine over off of TI's list. Like you can't tell me there's many better songs than Rich Off Cocaine. You can't you, you can't do it. I mean, you can't. Like, I'm not listening to whatever you like over Rich Off Cocaine. I can tell you that right now. I'm not listening to to bring them out over Rich Off Cocaine. There we go. See, Jeff knows the vibes. Then gone is it's, I mean, it's a commercial. Like, he, like he paper paper trail is commercial as hell. Like it it might have sold, it might have moved units, but it was a hella commercial album. And it's he can have it. I'm not. I'm not. That shit's not getting no bump in the ride. Ti got Ti got classic albums. He's got he's got legit bangers. But to say he's just gonna run Rick Ross off the table is is foolishness. It's absolute foolishness. And like and even saying that you know, uh, T like if I put if I put Lil Wayne up against Ti as you know the king of the South, right? 
there has never been a discussion about T.I. being the best rapper alive. There's never been that discussion. We've had that discussion about Lil Wayne. That's been a conversation. That's been a conversation across. And he had great mixtapes. What do you, what? He he self-proclaimed it and he had great mixtapes. His album, but people, but people took it and said, like, hey, let's have this conversation. Like, T, I could say that he's the best rapper. He can say he's the king of the south, and people aren't gonna be like, Well, maybe he like no one, no one took when TI said he was the king of the south, they had that conversation. But if TI says he's the best rapper alive, people aren't taking that seriously because they know it's not the case. If you look at what Lil Wayne did from 2005 when the Carter 2 dropped. In 2008, when the Carter a bunch of mixtapes, a bunch of mixtapes, and he pretty much made every record, every record that came out between those years, he got on those songs and made it his. No one has had that. That's that's a Michael Jackson type run that he had from, yeah, 2005, from 2005 to 2008. You're being you just grabbing big names and throwing them all over the place. That is that's some wild stuff. We to, say that, to say that Lil Wayne had a crazy run between the Carter Two and the Carter Three is a crazy. Right. It was a bunch of mixtapes, a bunch of it, like it was so bad. The, 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 the Carter, the Carter Three hype was big though. The Carter Three hype was. That's, but that's peak. what I'm talking about. It was, gonna, the album was not good to me. I agree, and I agree with that. But we're not going to. We're like not going album. to. We're not going to ignore the fact. I know that he had a big impact. I, I can't. Lil Wayne was the biggest artist of that, but for though for that period of time, it was Lil Wayne. Like that's the guy. That was the go-to guy. Like Kanye West was on top of the rap game, and on two albums, he was like, "I need a Lil Wayne feature. I need Lil Wayne verse." He when, did when, that too. When was Kanye West on top of the rap game? Well, let's let's not let's not beat let's not beat a dead horse. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's not beat it. So. Uh, yeah, King Quest says the trap music was Ti's best album. I, I, I guess. Yeah, a lot of a lot of like real Ti fans will agree with that. Facts, but now uh, Quincy pretty much agreed with the same thing that uh, Steve agreed with, saying that Ti's musical legacy is up there to Little Wayne, Jay Z, and Kanye West. And and what I would say to uh, Quincy is that if he were to switch the words uh, music legacy with discography, I would say yes. But when you say legacy, you're encompassing production as well, which none of those guys should even be mentioned in the same breath as Kanye West. So that that's my that's my argument, which I think is better to explain on here versus Twitter. Maybe even impact and influence. Doug, I mean Kanye West is a billionaire. Like whether you like him or not, or you like his politics or whatever, I can I can right, separate. It's not going to be another opportunity to say why you kiss Kanye West's ass. We know you like the guy, and it's cool. You can like the dude. But you have to learn to be subjective. Like his last few projects have not been all that. But you're going to, I mean, because you're a fanatic of his, the same way you are with the Atlanta Falcons. So, I mean, you know, I know that it's hard for you to accept the truth. That's, I'm and actually not a fan. I am a supporter of the Falcons. I don't lose my you're mind. A like, uh, too, man. Anyways. I mean, we can talk about TI's last few projects. They ain't great either. Yeah, come on. Dog. No, they're not. I mean, the, I'm they're, just saying. they're okay. And, and my point is, and what I said was, if all those guys dropped in albums, are we not including? So Quincy said, are we not including musical influence? Bro, look at the artist that Kanye West has influenced. What are you talking about? Kanye, Kanye West essentially destroyed gangster rap, right? All the rappers now are back, are backpackers. They're not talking about doing no super gangster shit. Like, what are you talking about? Your favorite rapper is influenced by Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's influence. You can say the same thing about Lil Wayne. Like, as far as all these SoundCloud rappers, 
what everything these SoundCloud rappers are doing is what Lil Wayne was doing in 2004. Like Lil Uzi Vert, that's Lil Wayne all over again. That's the same thing. Oh, shit. And Shout all out to the, the homies biggest Padre. And <laughs> everybody's flattering the Jaguars now. <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna stop before I say something that's out of control. But while you guys are obviously talking about influence, we have a guy here that influenced an entire movement of trap music, but it gets swept under the rug. Okay. Okay, cool. but but here's my point. You can say T.I. influenced a, an entire era of trap music, and then someone else can say, nah, Jeezy did that. And then someone else can come by and say, nah, Gucci did that. There's three people that you could say influenced trap music. And then I you got people, like you said, like you said, there's people, there's people from other coasts that can be like, yo, nah, that's UGK. Some people could say, nah, that's 3-6 Mafia. It is like, it's not just like, it's not T.I. Like, you can't put that in a book and be like, hey, who, who created trap music? Unequivocally, the answer, Clifford Harris. That's not what it is. That's not the answer. That, that is the answer. He had an album called Trap Music. Okay. He invented trap music. Oh, my God. Well, uh, yeah. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I mean, do said you spitting, whatever. Damn. They got to speak. First of all, who said I got blackface? What are you talking about? I kind of like I low key wish that like we had kind of like had this conversation a little bit earlier in the week so I could have went through TI's discography again. But like and 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 like I said, I'm a TI fan. Man's got classic music, he's got classic albums, he's got hits, he'll get on the feature and kill it. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he has influenced a sound and a whole entire region. But my thing is is he's not on that God's your level of artists. And He's like not- I said, which we can't, of course, show what we had in the chat. I came up with my own personal list while I was driving, texting the driving. Please don't do that. And I said that I feel like T.I. would be on the, he's not on the God tier, but that second tier behind it is where he is. And I felt like Kanye West would be the first artist on that second tier because I don't think he's at the God tier either. You're bugging. And I agree yeah. that TI's on that second tier. I agree with that. Yeah, he, he's on the second tier, you. like in my opinion. He, he might not be at the first of it. He may be closer to the end, but TI had a hell of a run from 01 with that first album all the way to about 06. I'll put I'm I'm putting I'm putting I'm putting TI on the Mount Rushmore of Atlanta rappers. That's as far as I can that's as far as I can take him. I'm not willing I mean, to be Atlanta rappers. Well, in, in this in this time of uh, the renewed cancel culture, because I feel like uh, the the Republican Party has just discovered the word cancel culture. They've been kind of pushing that agenda with everything. Like we've been on the cancel thing for a while. I don't think we should uh, be using the Mount Rushmore as a reference for our top five, considering considering that they were all like slave masters and uh, you know. Part of the confederacy so i think we should say like our top five you know you know we don't want to uh, continue to push the narrative of these uh these men as being our, our measuring stick for greatness in america okay my bad so for my top my top five atlanta atlanta rappers no particular order ti Ludacris, future big boy andre 3000 he's in that conversation that's he's in the top five of atlanta artists of atlanta you know, rappers say outcast and get yourself another slide no that's five rappers I'm putting five rappers on there. 
And I feel like that are <sighs> that feel like that. I feel like that's a fair list. Ti should be on that. Ti is a top five Atlanta rapper. Ludacris is a top five Atlanta rapper. Future is a top five Atlanta rapper. Big Boy and Andre 3000 are top five Atlanta rappers. Ti is a top five rapper all time. Get the fuck. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. Top twenty. Top twenty. That's what I meant. He's so, a top uh, twenty rapper of all time. My bad. He's a what? He's a top so, twenty rapper of all time. Okay. So, uh, so what we should do? I think you know next week. I think the, the point of discussion we should have is, as we've discussed the Atlanta rappers, let's take them to the next tier next week and let's put together our top five southern rappers and for you guys don't know push your t's considered a southern rapper and yes he ed, and rick ross is a considered a southern rapper and jay cole so i'd like to see next week the, the next tier of of southern rappers missy elliott again considered themselves southern rappers that's what they said they i said. yeah I mean, could, could, according to the Mason Dixon line, they are also Southern yeah. rappers. But again, if you didn't hear earlier, my uh, AC went out of my house. It was like 115 degrees outside. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with. Uh, I, I want to send a special message out, um, and this is this is serious. <laughs> North Carolina, Florida, what? the places that I live. <laughs> What are you talking about? Y'all need y'all need to open up what is it? Uh geography. We'll we'll do a geography lesson next time on the podcast. But we need to get serious for a second and we need to pay respects to one of our non-believers who is now worm food, uh Mr. Richard Rose. Um, he <laughs> recently passed away on uh July 4th, which is ironic because he did not believe in the Rona and he did not believe in wearing masks. And you know he he exercises independence. He exercised his independence to die from the Rona in his thirties. So this this racist from Ohio, uh, he decided that he was like, you know what, fuck science. Science doesn't matter here. I'm gonna go out to these COVID parties. I'm gonna go out here and turn up. And initially, I usually don't believe stuff. Like I don't believe most of the stuff. Yeah, it was a white man. Uh, his name is Richard Rose. You can Google him. There's a whole like Facebook video story, but one of his uh, Facebook posts says, let's make this clear. I'm not buying a fucking mask. I've made it to this far and I'm not buying into the damn hype. And as you watch the video, you can clearly see his life begins to slowly spiral out of control as the post two days before his untimely death on the 4th of July says this COVID shit sucks. I'm so out of breath just sitting here. And the last picture is his obituary. Yes, yes, when you do clownery. The shit's not going nowhere. And I said last week's episode, you might be done with the Rona, but the Rona is not done with you. So if you don't want to end up like Richard Rose or whatever his name is, put on a mask. Just wear a mask. Wash your hands. Like, don't be, a, all, don't be a clown. Well, the guy's a veteran like myself. So definitely okay. shout out to you. A, Sorry, a booty club veteran. Wow, what'd you say? A, a booty club veteran. That's that's what you were. No, but don't anyway. be disrespectful. Like I said, the thing is, I, I just don't get it. Like, people are really against this mass shit. Like, they, they just they just rather die being being crazy, but you know, wear a mask, wash your hands. I'm gonna tell this quick story real quick. I just went to Food Line, which is a, a staple in North Carolina. 
And I was parking my car and this truck like zoomed right by me and parked. And like this 340, 350 pound white man got out of this truck. His whole ass was showing. <laughs> he proceeded to scratch his ass and pull his pants up and walk into the food line. Like, I know that has nothing to do with masks, but make sure, pandemic or not, wash your hands, sanitize your food, because you don't know what's going on out here. These people are disgusting. And that's what I'll end up off. No, I didn't slap it because I'm not homosexual. Thank you. No problem with homosexuals because my cousin Maurice is homosexual. Dog, stop and, doing I have a black friend thing, bro. You keep doing that, dog. Like, I'm it's the sorry same thing. if no one in the family knew he was homosexual. My bad. We'll edit that out. We're not going to edit that out. Yes. But, um, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you can edit it out. I'm not going to. But anywho, yeah, man. Like, don't be, don't be an asshole. Like, again, and I will, I will keep that same energy as the title of the podcast. There was a point you can look Three or four episodes back, I was not wearing masks. But the reason I was not wearing masks because where I lived at the time, there wasn't a lot of black people, and I feel like they need to see my face at all times. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let me let me not wear the mask. But I had an epiphany, like, hey, I got I got to I got to be real with myself. I can't be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like these people don't want to get sick, and it's not fair for me to be selfish. You know, as which is the American way is to be selfish, only care about yourself. And potentially get these other people sick. So I'm 100% sure I had the Rona because I thought I was going to die. But um, yeah, I, I definitely wear my mask. I keep two or three masks in the car at all the time. And, and this is this is what it is for the time being. And and uh, if we do what we're supposed to do, then we can go back outside. It works for the other countries and it, it can work for us. And, and I know the ball is going to drop when I predicted this kind of on the Derby Nation report is when the football season get canceled. I guarantee you when the season gets canceled because it's coming, then all of a sudden compliance will be, you know, the, your top priority. All of a sudden, all that patriotism for not wanting to wear a mask and be free and exercise my rights, all that shit will go out the window for your football. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see all the, the tears of these clowns that refuse to wear a mask. But uh, yeah, shout out to Smokey Robinson. But New Zealand is free. Trillin song of all time, by the way. Gang banging, gang banging. That shit right there, man. Oh man, I need I need a Metro Booba to sample that. Somebody sample that, please, please, please sample that. But real quick, we're gonna wrap up on. Uh, I know Marcus want to briefly talk about. <clears throat> I don't know why he wants to talk about one of these people, but uh, there was a Pop Smoke and Juice World released uh, albums after their death. I've listened to all of Pop Smoke and uh, most of Juice World, and I'm not going to give my comments at this time. But I will let Marcus give his uh, final. Oh yeah, we're, we're not going. We're not going to expose the, the text that you said about uh, one of those particular albums that you said in the group chat because that 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 was a fiery take. But uh, I'm I'm just I I am happy that uh, Pop Smoke's you know family and friends are able to. Uh, you know, eat off of the success of this album because it, it, it's apparently it's going number one this, I guess this week it's going to be in the number one album in the, uh, in the country. So that's always a good thing. Juice World obviously uh, put out a, another great album. Um, I will say like, as far as all the like young rappers, all these rappers that are like under 25, like the Lil's, the SoundCloud rappers, like 
I, I said I even said it before he passed. I was like, you know what, Juice World, he's probably my favorite one out of all of them, just because of the melodies that he has and his writing ability and the way that he sings the songs. And even and he's actually a really good rapper, also. But uh, it was actually it was. I don't want to say it was hard to listen to, but it was kind of hard to listen to to this album, Legends Never Die. When you when you hear some of the lyrics that he's saying when he's talking about like, oh, I got himself and yeah, like, I, like, he's, like literally, he's literally talking about like I have pills in my hand and I'm, I'm going to take all these pills. I got uh, I got lean. You know what I'm saying? Like I, uh, you know, these pills are going to kill me. Like he's literally saying this. He's singing these words. He's talking about like the anxiety and the pain that he's going through and to realize like that 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 came to fruition like that actually happened to him like he died of a drug overdose and then you listen to his album after he's dead and he's talking about those things then it's the same thing with pop smoke where he's talking about you know gun talk like i got that thing on me you come with me i'm gonna blow your head off and stuff like yeah. that and this man oh, like oh man and, and, and i'm not one of those people like I know some people are just like, you know, if you talk about that stuff, it, it'll it happen. Like you're putting that type of energy out there. I don't really know if that's the case. Sometimes, you know, things happen, but it's just, and it's just hard to listen to now when you hear these artists say things and then it actually happens. It's just like, damn, man, we really lost, you know, people that, you know, should still be here, you know, being successful and making, you know, making good music and, if you if you get a chance, like I'm not I'm not even a fan of this guy's music, but I watched uh, the documentary about Lil Peep. I've ne- I've I've literally never heard a single song from that guy. I don't I don't know nothing about him, but apparently he's a rapper, and he had he pretty much had the same thing that happened to him. Like he's rapping about you know going through anxiety and having these mental issues, and uh, you know doing too much drugs and having all these problems with substance abuse and then he dies of an overdose and it's just like to kind of see him spiral down was like it's kind of eye-opening so like if you're and like there's a part of me that's like is is this the album that they should have put out because there's a there's a like juice world is actually a really good rapper but there's not a lot of good rap songs it's a lot of singing on this song on this album so it's almost like man should they have put out so many of these type of songs? Because there's a lot of his fans that are probably going through these same things. And to hear yeah. this guy rapping, like, you know, singing, like, my life is hard. You know, these pills are the only thing that get me through the day. This lean is the only thing that's going to help me out. And then you got these kids talking about, man, like, man, I feel the same way. And I got these, I got this weed right here. You know, I can take these pills. It'll take me to another level, like. Ah, it, it's it's man, it just makes you think so. Like I don't even know. Like even like after today, like I don't know if I can even go back and listen to this album anymore. And I'm a fan of this kid, but a lot of these a lot of these lyrics are just like, yo, man, I want to I want to die. Like I don't want to be here. Like, and that's hard to listen to when you realize like this kid is literally not here because he overdosed. So, I mean, I. Give give the give the kid his streams. Give give Pop Smoke his streams. But man, this is this is tough, man. These are some tough listens. Yeah, man. So definitely check those albums out. I might talk about I might talk about Pop Smoke at some don't point, do but don't do it. <laughs> Maybe one day, but I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. But anywho, uh, appreciate everybody joining the chat. 
you know, hopefully we can get more of y'all in here next week. I think we had a good time. Uh, right. If you want to come in the video chat, we could probably get you in too. But um, yeah, y'all got any shout outs? Uh, yeah, so uh, definitely shout out to everybody that's out there. Gang banging, smoking that wine, doing that time. <laughs> <laughs> Smokey Robinson, 60 year old ass at the time, <laughs> and singing to you to stop gang banging. That was the ultimate laugh of like the last few months for me. So definitely shout out to Smoke Bro. Um, I like to give a shout out to the Sex Packets as always. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, man. Like I said, shout out to T.I., shout out to Clifford Harris, shout out to Tip. I'm a fan of all three of those guys. Uh, shout out to Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Every time I go there, I have a good time. Shout out to the to the Atlanta Falcons. Even though we're not going to have a season this year, I did pick you guys to win the NFC South. Oh, so yeah, Harold's chicken, too, in Atlanta. Y'all make sure y'all check it out. The attitude is bad, but the chicken's good, baby. Trust. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I, I think Matt Ryan is a great quarterback. I'm just not sure if he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and that's okay, guys. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to be fine. You guys have a good quarterback. You guys are in a better position at quarterback than I am. Yeah, um, shout-outs. Uh, shout to Tribbles, Jeff Queen, KJ Dallas Kid. I can't think of everybody. Jay Free. I know I haven't shouted him out in a minute, but shout out to Jay Free. Uh, everybody bully Amber to come on the chat next week because she was supposed to come on here, but she we need her on she's the doing we she's need probably painting or I, I don't know. I you know, I I I pray for the young sister Amber, but definitely uh, we're gonna bully her into the chat next week. But um shout out to shout out to anime, kind of my uh oh God. my hero academia shirt, the goat all might. Plus Ultra. Oh, yeah, All Might. Here. Nigga, I ain't gonna lie. I like All Might. You don't know nothing about All Might, bro. Uh, I watch My Hero Academia, so don't try. What, 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 what is his uh, What is his? Don't title? even ask me any questions. Okay. Okay, okay there we go. I have the game the, on. I the, also have the two games uh, for that uh, series. We also need to bully Marcus into watching uh, Hunter Hunter and Naruto, so. Shout out to Naruto. No, not gonna happen. No, I'm not okay, watching. Well, it. I'm not watching the show with 900 episodes. I'm not doing it. Okay, what about one with like 130? No, no. There's no fillers. It's straight. There's no fillers. Show on is Hunter, that? Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. I think about it. Or you know what? I'm gonna push you on a better one. It's actually really short. I just started watching Demon Slayer. And I watched the first two episodes. I was like, yeah. And then my homeboy like butt dialed me and I called him back. He's like, oh, I meant to call you. I was like, oh, yo, what's up with the anime? He's like, yo, Demon Slayer. I'm like, that shit's whack. He's like, nah, I keep watching it. I kept watching it and that shit is good. So I think I'll probably put you on that because only like, I think it's like two seasons. I think the next season will be the last one. But anywho, this is a KTSC Ave. As always, keep that same energy. Hopefully I get my uh, AC fixed before I, I melt. So uh, we out. Peace. Smoking that dope, losing that hope. That shit is so funny. <laughs>